put something to your fucking mouth. Mate, for someone who's a professional, you're the most unprofessional professional. I'm unprofessional. Yeah. Mate. Hey, press record, Damien. Oh, I don't have an SD card. Oh, actually, hang on. Hurry up, hurry up. I, I haven't pressed record properly, sorry. Just one second. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, no. Gross. What? You're videotaping it and I've got my gut everywhere. Yeah. This is not great lighting. Well, you've got pants on, so that's that's yeah. different. To- I don't like the way I look on the camera. Yeah, I'm, how come I'm front on and you're side on? Because we've got one camera. We're starting small. Mm. I don't know if I like this. Oh, my God. (laughs) Why don't you just put the whole camera on your face? Hmm? Why don't you just put the whole camera on your face? I didn't. I pressed stop. No, I said, why don't you put the whole camera on your face for the whole time? Yeah, there you go. Fine. Good. You underestimate how much I fucking love myself. (laughs) You... you, (laughs) For you to say, I don't think you realize how much I am a narcissistic. <laughs> yeah. a you, for you to go, why don't you cut me out of the video and just put you in there? I'm like, great, fantastic. Finally, someone's seeing my vision. <laughs> I've turned the whole thing off. Okay? No, you can press record. It's no, okay. No, it's it's no, no, no. I want attention. Oh. No. Anyway, anyway, so, Damien um, thinks he's fucking King Dick because he just came back from a driving lesson. I'm <coughs> 44, and uh, <laughs> the guy's like, uh, "You can drive to Werribee tomorrow. You're a good driver." And I'm like, "Okay, okay." I am a good driver. You are. You're. I'm an excellent, excellent driver. driver. <laughs> yeah, you fucking autistic cunt. Um, yeah, I think you're a good driver. I just want you to pass. Like, it's one of those things that everyone I know that's failed their driving test, they've failed because of the most, like, trivial thing, and I just don't want that to happen All to you. All I did was go careering through an intersection and kill a kid. That's it. And they failed me. That's offensive. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, well, it's made up. It didn't happen. So, everyone fucking relax. Um. Uh, yeah, that's right. This is the new right wing mm. comic, Damien, who doesn't give a fuck. Look out, Ricky Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for you. Uh, remember, when we all loved Ricky Gervais. Remember that? Like we all yeah. loved him, and no one can tell me I never did. Anyone who was like, no, I never did. Bullshit. Bullshit. You at least like The Office. Everybody mm. fucking loved The, the Office. Office was right? great. Yeah. But are, are we starting to see? Ah, uh, maybe. That's just sad. Like maybe that, Stephen Merchant was the uh, was the brains was the talent. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> but sad. Having isn't said it? that, having said that, did you ever watch Life's Too Short? No. Oh, it was fucking atrocious. The Warwick Davis show that. Mm. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Mm. So Ricky Gervais. It was like the third Ricky Gervais Stephen Merchant show. Mm-hmm. After extras, and it was mm-hmm. called Life's Too Short. Oh, and Warwick Davis, who played like Willow, who was like oh the Willow, Willow guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, and it was, was in like Star Wars and stuff. They wrote a sitcom for him, which mm-hmm. like called uh, Life's Too Short. Yeah. Oh God, stop! You fucking dad jokes. I can't right? even. But the whole Jesus. thing was like, I wouldn't say that they like. I wouldn't say it was like all like oh look at the little person. <laughs> it's just like constant, isn't it? Like I think they set out with like the 
It's just. What are you doing? I'm trying to fucking get. Oh my god! I'm trying to get on Wikipedia. I'm trying to load something, and then something else came in. Yeah, fucking puzzle bubble. You playing puzzle no, bubble over there on the podcast? No, because I was on the last page. I was on was about a dog. I was looked up a dog skin condition. Right. And then are you there, God? It's me, and Margaret Trailer came up in my um, in my YouTube. Well, that's Kelly Bingo. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Because what? I was girly film film trailer dog skin condition. Yeah. And game uh, ADHD game coming up I instead. Know. I mean, that's big. Bingo! Happening to Bingo! My, something's happening to my looks. Something's happening to my Safari, and I don't know how to get rid of it. I'm trying to load the videos. What is this? Oh, I see your problem. <sighs> I see what the problem is over there. What? You're using Safari. Oh, no. Nerd burn. Just, You've been I nerd burned. <laughs> I'm just trying to load nerd the movies we didn't, we've been doing. Burn. That's all. Do we even really need to bring up the shit that we talked about? <laughs> We don't need to. We'll, we'll get to the show and and TV and film that we watched later on. But uh, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus H Christ! Hey, there are a lot of people who listen to our podcast. And we really appreciate it. Can someone give us some suggestions of what to watch? Like next week is fine because we're watching a Christmas suggestion stuff. Suggestion what to watch? Hey, my foot up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. He's laughing. <laughs> Got him. Well, I, I remember the first but thing we watched. Seriously, it fucking it's we're yeah. we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. What, what what what's the other thing we watched? What was the other thing we watched? I can't remember. Mafia Mama, and then we watched else? Mafia Mama, which yeah, or, that. yeah, which fucking sucks. Yeah, what else did we watch together? Oh, we must have watched. We watched it too early. We watched it Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. Ah, oh, Jim. Oh, yeah, Jesus. clockwork. The fuck up. Um, we need to. This is like um, podcast bingo. How many times did Kat, like, whenever I like, take it like skull, every time Kelly mentions New York or Jimmy Barks, or I mention a foster dog from the past or Diggadry? Yeah. <laughs> and a Damien. You can have a pretty good drinking game. Yeah. I mentioned socialism or how much I hate my job. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I don't know what. I can't remember what we watched. Oh, God, mate, between the two of us. But normally, you know what I do is? Normally, I put it in my safari and have it waiting there, ready. Mm. But this time, I haven't done that. Um, you know what we can do? We can turn on our TV while yeah. we're chatting. We can try and find what we... Yeah, watch recently. Watch. But anyway, let's not do this Was to the movie? audience. Do we watch a movie? No, we because we watched one episode of something, and then I was like, no. oh, let's just watch this, Mafia Mama. Yeah. Yeah, go on. As uh, let's have a look. This is a fun game anyway, for us. Let's not describe it to the audience. This is very right, well, boring. Well, you do this podcast. while we blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so you had a driving. So what's lesson. been going? Yeah, had a driving lesson. I'm pretty much Ant and Center. I'm the best driver in the world, which we all expected. And Center, who died from a car accident. Well, he was going a little bit too fast. Uh, That's what I say to you all the time. He's going too fast. He's coming too fast around the corner, <laughs> around the chicane. And it is Saturday, Saturday, and Christmas is next Saturday. So Saturday we're going to do a Christmas no. episode next. Uh, so we'll, next Sunday is Christmas Monday. Eve. Monday. Oh, yeah. So that's uh, Christmas Eve is Sunday. So we're going to have a special Christmas episode that will come out. Okay, it'll so come we, out on Christmas Eve. We haven't decided what we're going to force the other one to watch this week, but I think it will probably be a Christmas movie age. Just give me one second, please. Jim, uh, um, so Sorry about a that. Christmas movie each, or or a Christmas episode of a show. That's allowed. Yeah, That's a, I'll allow it. Yeah, 
Okay. Because um, cause what I can do is, right, um, let me have a look and uh, say, um, so like, okay, Christmas episodes, right? Because I feel like um, there's so many Christmas uh, episodes of things that are really good, like The Office. Remember the special they did? Yeah. yeah. There's the Friends episode about the armadillo, Christmas You know armadillo? what we watched? We watched Drunk History. Ah, oh, Drunk History. We watched yeah. the first ever episode of Drunk History. Didn't we also watch Strange New Worlds? No, we did that last week, Bob. Oh, we talked about it, did yeah, we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Drunk History. Okay. We gave it three and a half stars each. Okay. But yeah, we did Drunk History. So we'll get to that okay. later on. Because we were trying okay. to find something that was like light and funny. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so little comedy on streaming services. Um, and uh, we watched The American Drunk History. And it's, uh, anyway, we'll tell you about that later on. So, um, I've only got five days left to go of uh, my prison sentence. I mean, my contract uh, name with them? my job. I will once the contract is over. I'll just say it's a not-for-profit. Yeah, it's a not-for-profit. But if people are friends with you on LinkedIn, they'll see. You can just look me up on LinkedIn. You'll be able to see exactly where it is. Uh, so that's exciting. And then um, if anyone's got any copywriting work or like writing work they want me to do, I'm always available. Tell you what we did do today. <laughs> Tell you what, today's a Saturday and me and Damo – We'll get married and shit. Um, yeah. We're pretty much big fat slobs when it comes to dinner and yeah. our lives and stuff. Put your notepad away, Sandy. I've been reading that. <laughs> My order's super. <laughs> a shitload of dim sims and a bucket of soya sauce. And that's barjas. That's a bar. That's a great barjas reference. Well done. I was having one of those dreams. <laughs> you know the one where you're driving down a nice country lane and then all of a sudden from the sky, donuts. You need more of a. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. Do that again, but make it drag out. And then all of a sudden, donuts. Give it more of a bravado, like. Like that. Go on. Nice shirt, Bajas. Is that a Nazi shirt? No, it's a Bajji shirt. I don't reckon a day goes by. Breakfast. I don't reckon a day goes by where I don't say, out of the way, extras. (laughs) It says in the next scene we're meeting somewhere called the Ram. Anyway, if you haven't watched Barjas, Barjas was a from the Degeneration Late a Show running era. sketch on oh. yeah Degeneration's Late Show. So good from nineteen ninety two, ninety three. Absolutely inappropriate in every possible way. Just, you know what it was? It hilarious. was all fart jokes. It's all fart, and Shit, dick jokes, fart jokes and fat it. jokes. Yeah, love it. Uh, it's my favorite. It's jockey it's so jokes. There's a couple of jockey jokes in there. <laughs> Don't look at this man's thigh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But I love it so fucking hard. But today, so today, um, you know, me and Damien, you know, um, I don't know. Something about going out for dinner, I'm I'm very like, ugh, I don't know. I'd rather go out for breakfast or go out for lunch. You know what I mean? I like breakfast. to be home for, you know, breakfast. Oh, and you know what's funny? Um, as soon as we start recording, I hear, can hear a lawnmower going. Oh, it's the best. Fuck. It's just the best. Oh, man. I actually yelled out the front door earlier, shut up. Because someone had a weed whacker across the road, and I could just the see a woman who oh, lives across the road from oh, us. I'm sure everyone's oh, she's super, an older lady. Super excited about the uh, internal politics of our street, but this will annoy. I think everybody who listens mm. to the show. Mm. This woman mows her front lawn, and this mm. is a suburban front lawn. Mm. We're not talking about like a small little patch of grass with a whipper snipper with a weed whacker for our American audience. Yes. It takes her. Hours and and she doesn't hours have it continuously on. 
because it just goes ning, 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 ning. yeah i also don't think ning. she knows how to use it properly dude i and i just to yelled the out point, the front door like, shut up to, to the like point where i'm starting to think about going across there and be like do you want me to mow your lawns for yeah, you when i mow yeah. mine and so it's yeah, like i think so because so it'll take off. five minutes and then like it's i can so listen loud. to podcast yeah. maybe i'll just start going up and down the street yeah and doing everybody's fucking lawns yeah. i'll do a you pay me 20 bucks, I'll mow your lawns. Mate, you there you go, I mean? new job, done. New job. New job, done. We're a bit ADD this morning. We've gone from story to story to story. Anyway, back to me. Breakfast. Breakfast. So breakfast. we went out for breakfast because I like to go out for breakfast. We haven't been out for breakfast no, in ages. Shut up. And um, so Damien's like, let's go to this fucking place. And it's in a suburb called Oak Park. And I'm like, let's move to Oak Park. So I, when people say, hey, where do you live? I can say, Oak Park Cemetery. Um, back to the Future Two reference. Oak Park Cemetery. Anyway, um, so we went there. And back to the Future Two, Kings of Mykonos. Yeah, Kings of Mykonos. Back Mykonos. in the habit. Back to the Future Two. <laughs> back to the Future Two. Back in the habit. Uh, back to uh, Back to the Future Two with a vengeance. Back to the habit two. <laughs> Where we're going, we won't need habits. <laughs> <laughs> the need for habits and yeah. speed and a future. Anyway, so we went. Whoopi! <laughs> it's about your family, Whoopi. <laughs> I don't know. I Great, do- Whoopi! <laughs> I don't know what Whoopi's character's name is in. Sister Mary What's Clarence. Fucking- I was going to say Nuns. Sister Mary Clarence is her gonna name. I was going to call the film Nuns on the Run, which gives you an idea of the kind hey of girl. Films. Hey, Mary, what's up? Well,. Jerusalem's been such a drag lately. Everybody hates me. Uh-uh. Not that guy over there. Who, him? They all say he's different. They say he's really weird. We don't care what people say to us. He's always there. Cicero. While you were watching that, I was watching- Nothing you could die to make me tell a lie <laughs> to my God. He may not be a movie star, but when it comes to being happy, and I'm gonna- Best be a believer, I won't. Mate, I know that film. Yeah, I can tell. I know. I know. As a matter of opinion, I think he's tops. What were the films that you had taped off the TV that you would watch all the time after school? Mm, 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 mm. Probably Back to the Future. Yeah. Uh, Karate Kid and Rocky. Right. Uh, you want to know what mine were? Mm. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, so good. Well done. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. Great, good job. Pork rind, pork rind, pork rind. Kitchen, kitchen. Uh, do you have a, a uh, do you like penicillin on your pizza? <laughs> Ninja, finish. Cricket, you got to know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. And I'd always get offended at that line. Like, yeah. I know what cricket is, Raphael. <laughs> What's your third? Film? I think you'll find that I understand cricket perfectly well, Raphael. <laughs> What's your third? It's a pretty easy game if you just give it half a chance. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> oh, not only nerd Damien, but like kid Damien. <laughs> yeah, nine kid years nerd. old. Look, look at my. <laughs> I don't know if I want to say this on say the it. podcast. Say it. Look at my. <laughs> look at the mountains of exercise books that I've kept my own scores while watching the cricket on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there he is. I used to keep the score. So I would watch the cricket on TV and keep the scores. So when you like, oh. like they're official, there's an official way of scoring. Too late to get divorced. There's an official way of scoring <laughs> cricket. And of course, I knew how to do it at the age of six. Oh my God. And uh, so I would sit there with like, a four, double, four, one. Uh, so much so that for one of my birthdays, I got 
an official like Cricket Australia scoring book. Mm. There's pro- it's probably somewhere in the house somewhere, mm. which is this like big giant green document that like it's like the size of an A4 thing. Mm. And I would sit in front of the one day games and like just score them the whole time. Uh, mate. And no one at any point went, well, should we like get this kid in front of an autism I doctor? It would not be harder right now. <laughs> Please tell me more about this. Uh, anyway, uh, Teenage Mutant uh, Ninja Turtles, uh, Prince of Hood, yep, yep. Uh, Prince of Hoods, King of Thieves. There was an old man from Nottingham <laughs> who tried to cross the river. And Young Guns was oh, the third one. Shut Smile. down. Smile. I'll make you famous. Mm. I fucking loved that film. I loved mm. it. And then watched it as an adult recently for a, a action podcast that I listened to. And uh, it, it's not great. It doesn't hold up real good. Dude, I fucking you. love that movie so much. Dude, there's a lot of violence in your top three. Yeah. Ninja violence, country and western thi- violence. The thing is, my parents, who were, I think we've talked about this a lot on the podcast because I'm you know, working out some shit on this podcast. <laughs> my mum and dad were so strict about what we watched on TV. Mm. Like it had to be the ABC. Very rarely they'd let us watch commercial TV. Pretty much only really allowed us to watch sport because then that encouraged us to play sport. Yeah, but then when you're but off the leash. once we got a VCR. Yeah, it was all over. They had no fucking idea. Dad actively, because dad was like an art student, went to art school and all that sort of thing. He actively like pushed me and Vanessa to watch stuff that we probably were too young to watch mm. and didn't seem to give a shit about sex or violence or any of that with mm. films. Because mm. that was like in his head, that's high art. Like film is high art and TV's low art. None, none of their rules made any sense mm. whatsoever. And as usual, because I'd worked out technology better than everybody else in the family, I was just taping stuff mm. without them knowing it. Mm. And then I would watch it in the back TV. So when we got a second TV, I would just watch stuff on in the back room. Mum would walk back and past, back and forth. Yes, yeah. Didn't pay any attention. But if she saw that it was cha- – if we were watching The Simpsons – all hell but would break loose. Leanne would fucking crack open the whip. You know, like, Simpsons are a morality play, mate. Like at the end of every episode, yeah, there's a lesson to be learned. Like I'm not learning anything from young guns. There, there. <laughs> Shut up, boy. Okay. What shows, were there any mate, shows that? the ADD, I'm trying to tell a story. What's the story? I'm getting to it. Okay. The ADD today for both of us is insane. I said we went out for breakfast Right? And on the way home for breakfast, because we're talking about the late show. Ah. Okay. Talking about the late show. And this is for absolute diehards of the late show out there. Mm-hmm. That um, <laughs> on the way home, Damien was driving and he said, Kelly, would you like me to drive past Uncle Alberto's house? <laughs> and if you watch the late show, you remember Santo Chilaro's Uncle Alberto, where they did a... Um, a uh, sketch where they just interviewed him about his house. Yeah. Because it was real fucking interesting. Uncle Alberto. <laughs> and we drove by because I didn't realise he lives really close, like a, like around the corner from us. Of course he does. He's got one of the most Italian houses on earth. So, of course it's in Glenroy. Right? Uh, yeah. Oh. So, because one, one of the things in the sketch was that he has a balcony, which is cement balcony. But it's painted to look like wood. Yeah, it's, it's on itch, on itch. made to look like wood finish. Because so it's a painter, painter painted it. Yeah, and we went past there, and then I just we did a little like no, I mean we were in the car, we didn't get out of the car because you know private whatever. But yeah, we did a little. We just showed a picture of it to some friends of ours, and my sister um, has just messaged me 
Ha ha ha, it's the Villa del Sol sign there. <laughs> She's like, I've just forwarded this straight to my mate whose bo- his boyfriend is electro-tragic too. Mate, this is bringing joy, this video. No, we've got to get it up on TikTok. It's going to go fucking viral. Um, finally, finally, should Kelly, I, we're going to go fucking viral. Yeah. Should I post it on Instagram? Yes. I mean, not right now. We're recording a podcast. No, 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 but, but is that like, well, do you think someone from like Working Dog would look at it and go... Oh, that's a bit weird driving past someone's house. We have to drive past it to get home. And yeah, who cares true. what they think? I didn't realise I'd never known You put it on TV. Why Yeah. Santo yeah, yeah. put it on TV. If he didn't want people to drive that, past yeah, his uncle's know. place, like yeah. fuck man. How funny. So back to my question. Were there any shows that uh, I feel like the answer is gonna be no and this will be anticlimactic, yeah. but were there any shows that Lena and Gerald wouldn't let you guys watch when you were kids? <laughs> nah. <laughs> All bets were off. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to the the child of two working class wogs who worked a lot and were never home. I was lucky that they even cared about what I was like. There were school holidays where we were left. Like it's funny when I hear other parents, friends of mine now who are parents. It's like, when are you going to let your kids stay at home alone? Yeah, like uh, probably when they're sixteen, seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> are you fucking joking? Like my parents like they worked like when we were younger I remember like they would be able to take a few days off during school holidays here or there but honestly I remember being left at home I mean I could check with my sister she'll know more but Mm. I reckon when she was 12 she was 12 10 8 and 6 or maybe a bit older maybe 14 yeah so she was 14 Matt was 12 I was 10 I reckon that was when we started yeah 14 100 percent yeah, we were. It was, th- uh, well, Chris was eight. Thirteen was when we stopped getting babysitters. Yeah. Oh, I was thirteen, so yeah. Vanessa would have been ten. That crazy? Um, no, I don't think it is. Just, I'm actually. You actually asked a good question. I'm just trying to think. Was there a thing that my parents were like, you can't watch it, or even like that they just hated? So like. For us, mm. for especially me, my dad still to this day hated the fact that I would watch pro wrestling. He hated it. Really? Because he sees himself as an intellectual and he wanted his kids to be the same. Mm. And we're both smart kids, but we like I a lot of really smart people that But we like a lot of trash, right? Yeah, who cares? But That's, he doesn't get that. It's because you have to be able to enjoy that like if you're someone who appreciates the arts, look if you're a fan of music, but the only music you like is Nirvana, that's it. Hmm. You're not a fan of music. Like you need to let other things in. You need to be able to appreciate, I like pop, I like synthwave, I like yacht rock, you know, I like the Beatles, they don't Nirvana, you know, like you have to have a wide net to appreciate the genre. Yeah, yeah. And that's with, with television, like, but also with arts and stuff. Um, I feel like wrestling is like, it's um, storytelling. It it's is fun like, storytelling. It's, it's it is so popular. Low- it is low yeah, art. It's, it's not high art by any stretch of the What are we supposed to be doing all the time? Like watching Shakespeare 24-7? Fuck off. It's what Hayden does. Yeah, well, okay, that's fine. <laughs> but, like, you have to be able to appreciate. Like, even as someone who's not, like, I'm not a big fan of, like, say, say Taylor Swift. Not a huge fan of her, but I can still appreciate the work she does and the core progression she is. Hmm. So someone like your dad... If he is a fan of the arts, even if he is obsessed with Shakespeare, he should be able to watch certain things and be appreciative of 
it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. I don't like it, but I think it's really it's good at what it snob, does. Like it's Ameri- like mum and dad hated American things, still yeah. do. That's why they um, love the ABC. And like this is like the most American. Like pro wrestling is the most American thing there is, especially the mm. WWE version of it. Like mm. it's insane. Like this is a thing where like they genuinely usually have characters who are soldiers in some shape or form. They like salute the troops every fucking episode that they do. Like it's mm. You had so many rules going it's up, baby. So insane. So many rules. There were a lot of rules. Like I I'm not I'm not some, gonna like, ask you the question. Half of them spoken and the other half unspoken. I'm not gonna ask where, you what you weren't allowed to watch which because is where it feels the trauma like comes everything. from. Everything. But we weren't like I mean I can Neighbors, ask my siblings? Simpsons, yeah, Home no, and Away. No. I watch Marry with Children with my mum and dad. But this is the thing, Bob. Like, yeah. so Friday nights, mum mum was a nurse. So mum worked Friday nights and the weekends. Mm. Dad would work during the week. Dad would be home. Mm. Sometimes he would be in an AA meeting later on when we were older and stuff. Mm. And, like, when dad wasn't here, when dad was here and mum wasn't, no one gave a shit. If dad mm. walked in and saw us watching Home and Away, he would say something along the lines of, Jesus, guys. Mm. Isn't there something better to watch than this? Oh, maybe mum said, but mum never banned us from like, well, she, you know, she banned me from, you know, buying fashionable clothes and laughter, but she didn't <laughs> ban me from. <laughs> we weren't allowed to watch TV before breakfast, during, oh, like no. on school, that like that just wasn't, mm, just wasn't, nah. we weren't, were not allowed to do that at all. I do school remember, holidays we could, but. Like, I do remember. Like I remember before we had an extension put onto our house and before the extension, I remember I remember my parents telling me to go to bed and I remember because like, I had to go to bed at 8.30. So that extension probably came on when I was like seven hmm. or eight or something. So I remember having a, a bedtime that was like 8.30, but I was allowed to leave my light on and read. But and then I also remember around 10 o'clock, my dad would yell, turn your light off, go to bed. Because I was always reading in yeah. bed because I was a little good little girl. But I remember the first time I sat up till nine watching a movie, probably like 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 um, Beverly Hills Cop or something. I remember watching like a car crash movie, like that kind of thing. Yeah, an action movie. An action movie. Mm. I remember and it was like got to nine o'clock and I'm like, oh, man, I'm still up watching the movie. Yeah. Because I feel like mum and dad were enjoying the movie and they're like, oh, the kids are fine. I remember the first time my mum brushed my hair. Like I was probably like 10 and my mum brushed my hair. 27. Yeah. 27. <laughs> but I remember it being, this is interesting. So I remember it being like the nicest feeling ever, my mum brushing my hair. Yeah. She never did our hair, ever. Cause she's too busy. She's working. And um, I remember her doing my hair and I got the um the tingles, like, you know, ASMR tingles. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a pretty big, I can't, I can't I'm not going to get into ASMR right now. Look it up. Google ASMR. But I have really, really strong ASMR. The only other person I've met, I'm not name dropping, but the only other person I've met that has as strong ASMR as me. Barack is, Obama. No, Nikki Glazer. Oh, <laughs> Fuck. That's yeah. not that far off. She's the only person 10 years ago. It's Paul McCartney. No. Mm-hmm. But 10 years ago, we both had the conversation about, about it. Right. And I didn't know what it was. Like mm. I was like, yeah, you know, the tingle thing and blah, blah, blah. And she goes, there's a thing, there's a word for it. It's called ASMR. I get it too. What are your things? And I'm like, oh, I love hearing paper cut. Like I love hearing paper getting cut or sticky taped, mm. like wrapping presents, um, uh, uh, a water, um, you know. I'm not that big on like whispers. Anyway, 
So uh, I feel like my ASMR comes back to that feeling because that's mm. the first time I had it where someone brushed my hair. So now when I watch ASMR videos of hair getting brushed, I get my tingles. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, we should get into the movies. No, I had a <laughs> similar conversation about um, not liking my wrist being touched with Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Trying to steal my thunder. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry, but that's it was I, I lived a life. I mean, none of those people remember who I am now. It's like means nothing. I'm sure they. I do could have not. used any name there. Doesn't mean no, no, no. I don't think. So. I don't think so. Anthony remembers who I am because he's put a restraining order on me. Oh God, he's so funny. Sis. Should we just watch it real quick? This is the only podcast that's ever existed ever. Don't look it up. I can't and I am one of your hosts. Fuck that, Amy and Gibson. I didn't go to the bar to drink twelve, fourteen drinks to be called. Get out of my face. I don't have a problem. Mm. Thank you very much, Gibson. Mm. And in the blue corner, standing at seven foot three and 143,000 kilos. Hey, is, don't tell him my weight. Is hey. The, is What's with the, you? 100, you're, you actually weigh 143,000 kilos. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I don't have very high stuff. It's the megaton of fun. It's Kelly. Big whoop. Want to fight about it? I did it for oh, Stuka. No, that's not me. Is that really me? What? Big whoop, want to fight about it. I'll fucking fight you, cunt. <laughs> well, you just proved then that, yes, you are. Yeah, okay. Man, we watched some stuff <sighs> this week. Drunk history is fine. Three and a half stars. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I feel like I remember a lot when it came out that a lot of, um, because they use um, comedians to cast it. So you'll have like someone famous in it, like the one we watched had Wayne Ryder in it and... um. John Sarah, what his name is, Michael Sarah, whatever. And so you'll have like one famous, and then another one will have like John Hamm, and then another one. Like there's always one really famous person in it, in the reenactment, and then the rest are like comedians. So well, I remember when the casting was happening, and comedians, uh, again, New York, take a skull, um, were getting really <laughs> mad because they were like, "This isn't," you're like, "It's so." It was so frustrating because you're getting. The job you're getting booked for is you don't even have lines. You're miming. I remember like seeing, like it was one of those things where I remember seeing someone um, tweeted, um, just because you can mime really well doesn't mean you're a good comic because oh, God, people God, were, but that's, no, but that's what was happening. So is that, bitchy to each other. No, but that's what was happening is like people were going, you've seen like people using the credits to get extra work, like, like Drunk History. Okay. Oh, you're on Drunk History. Get ex-. And then people were getting mad because they were like, but you're not funny. You're not doing anything. You're not even acting. And also at the same time, at the same time there was drunk history was happening where people were doing those reenactments and also there was the lip sync challenge was happening where it was like people lip syncing on TV mm. and stuff and it was just like, is anyone doing jokes right now? Oh, God. The, All yeah. right, Jerry Seinfeld, realized. What happened to people doing set, set up? Do a set up and a punchline. When I make a million dollars, I want jokes. <laughs> Listen, people... People get work however the fuck they can, man. Baby, should we go for a parallel park later? No, I don't want to do that. You did parallel park. How many parallel parks you do today? Four. Uh, four. Fucking here we go. Yeah, but I don't want to. Do- I don't like I them. Don't want them. I what don't like them. I don't like them. I feel like if we put this out to our audience, yeah, I, no, more people them. would be on Team Day. I love them because I can do them really well. Can I tell you my Lena story about parallel parking? Aren't we talking about trunk history? Yeah. All right. What but, happened with Lena? But I feel like the listeners love Lena. Okay. And I love a good Lena story, and so right. do you. And we can ask her about it tomorrow when we see her for half of the Festuga Christmas we have. So one time... Oh, I don't have time, Damien. I've got to make the pav. Yeah. 
<laughs> yep. Ash. And then ashes out in the pavlova. <laughs> Says something about an Indian couple and then moves on. Um, anyway, so I, uh, I, mum had a bunch of doctor's appointments. She can't drive out of Werribee. She can drive very locally, but she can't drive She out can of drive very fast in Werribee. Yeah. And then as soon as she gets to the <laughs> town line, she just has to turn around and go back again. Correct, Amanda. It's like WandaVision. Yeah. Uh, it's like Werribee vision. Yeah. So basically, I uh, drove to Werribee and picked her up and took her to East Melbourne for this like a doctor's appointment. Um, and then we'd drive her home. And she was very much like, no, 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 it's too much for you. And I was like, Mum, what I've happened got the to Jollymont? Well, why is everything East Melbourne now? When I was Jolly a kid, Mont, it used to be Jollymont. It just doesn't, the suburb doesn't there. exist. I have anymore. a doctor, one of my, my RVF doctor has a headquarters in Jollymont, yeah. and I'll say Jollymont for that. Okay. But East Melbourne I'm is. I'm sure on, this is fascinating for our American British East listeners. Melbourne is around the Alexander Parade. That's the that's where East Melbourne is. Jollymont oh, I think is, there's a conspiracy to get rid of Jollymont. No, Jollymont's still there. Yeah. You know what? But Jollymont can go fucking suck my dick because there's no fucking parking there. <laughs> Everyone going to go to that doctor. There's no fucking parking. Anyway. And there's no public transport close by. Anyway, except yeah, – anyway, moving on. So I took mum to East Melbourne to go to Epworth for some scan or whatever. So I picked her up, dropped her off. Anyway, there was a park at the front and it was a parallel park at the front. And mum goes, just drive up, just drive up, just drive up and park over there. Just drive up. I went, no, nah, man, there's one right in front to our parking, parallel park. And she went, you can't do that. You can't do that, parallel park. It's too small. At the time, I was driving a Ford Festiva. And I'm like, Lena, I've got it. It's fine. And she's like, just drive up. Look, there's all these parks up there. And I'm like, shut up, Lena. And I parked on the side. I angled up, mm-hmm. reverse, looked back. And then just motioned my steering wheel, went into the parallel park in one motion like a glove. And then I, when I did it, and I didn't even have to correct myself. It was so, it was the best. My, I've never seen Lena look more proud of me. Mm. She, like that was the proudest mum's ever been. Like she was like, you're joking. Kelly. And she was like, like watery eyes. <laughs> like she was like, Kelly, how did you do that? I never knew you knew how to parallel park like that. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and I couldn't believe how how I'm she's never there's been nothing. Even when I told her I was getting married, she was like <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> she did say that. Yeah. But about parallel. And then park, started I talking about uh what uh tablecloths we're gonna use for oh, mate, don't try and get into a fucking Italian woman. What tablecloths are you gonna use? Oh, I'm sorry, Lena, that hadn't crossed my mind yet mm. about yeah. Anyway, anyway drunk history. So, for some reason, people in New York are upset that someone made a TV show and gave people work. Um, what I had never. Oh, it's just weird what comedians get upset about. Um, it's literally the bitchiest arts, arts community on the face of the planet. I, you just do not hear this shit with musicians. You bit just don't. Bit, you bit don't, of inside goss. You just don't. It's like people don't. Uh, yeah, it just doesn't happen. People bit are like, of, oh, did you see that Blah Blah is playing with Paul Kelly? Oh, great. End of cons- like end of discussion. Bit of inside goss. So a friend of mine was um, uh, got the the call to be the drunk person, mm. and said that before they did it, um, got uh, had to do like a ton of medicals, like it was really really vigorous and blah blah. blah. And then they did it, and then never showed it. So they must they must do a bunch of them, mm. and there's some of them. 
that um, like they must like maybe say film ten people tell stories drunk, and maybe only six of them get made because I, yeah yeah that's that is interesting. I mm. would say I'd never watched it before. It was one of those shows that was always sort of floating around because. Um, I have a very keen interest in comedy and there's people that I love that have been on the show and stuff. I Watching this episode, I was like, it's a great premise for a show. Mm. I can see why it got uh, greenlit. It's funny. Uh, when the you're guy, watching the reenactments, it's The fun. guy, the main dude, seems to be a very funny guy, has a good eye for like what's funny and what isn't. By the end of the first episode, I was like, I don't know if I want to watch another episode of this ever again. Yeah, I don't think you I, – I was surprised you even kind of wanted to watch it or thought it was okay. Why? Just because of your history of Ah, oh, I can watch people on TV getting drunk. I can be around drunk people. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like, you know, I'm sober. Why would I want to – but, like, I just think from a TV point of view, it's it would be pretty repetitive. Mm. Like, because the joke – to me, the joke is a one-off. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, look how fucking drunk these people are. And then yeah, it's just going to be the exact same episode – I mean, I suppose you could make that argument about all episodic TV, but this in particular felt very, like it had a very clear use-by date in my head of like, oh, I've seen this. Mm. Cool. It, it's a good idea. It's done. What I liked more than the um, the actual meat of the show, which is like the comedians being drunk and telling a story about a famous a thing that happened in history was the interstitials where they would like so if they were talking about Boston they'd go out in the street and talk to people like drunk people in Boston mm. or if they were like speaking to a comedian in a bar they would cut to other people in the bar and ask them about the historical figure mm. to me that's a much more interesting show than I would watch half an hour of a dude going around and asking drunk people about stuff. Well, I'm just because I'm just looking at the history of it. So it was a web series first. Um and then of course like kind of great gained traction to kind of but what I'm interested in is I want to um I want to know the people who are uh drunk telling the story. You know what I mean? Like I want to see the list of those people and it's quite hard to find it. If mm. that makes sense. But the people in it, like I'm looking at, so season one, it's in 2013, it was ages ago. Yeah, it's 10 years Season old. one, so Matt Gawley, do you know him? Yeah. He, so I don't know him, he did, uh, first episode did the Watergate um, saga. But like, look at this, right, Jack Black was in it, mm. Nathan Fieldler, Bob Odenkirk, Jack McBrayer, who plays yeah. um, in 30 Rock, Adam Scott, Will Forte, Stephen Merchant, Dave Grohl, Frank Willard. Dude, right. that is a huge cast for one, the first episode. Yeah. So it just must be one of those things where, like, I know that, like, a lot of comedians kind of hated it, but the fact that Dave Grohl's in it and Steve, like, you don't have to learn lines, you just have to mime and overact, that kind of sounds fun. I would have loved to have done that. Yeah. They did it in Australia and it didn't take off, did, did terribly. And you know what I reckon? I don't know anything about it. I'm sorry if you did it and you're one of my mates. Please let me know. We can talk about it. I know nothing about it, but I can tell you why it wouldn't have worked in Australia. It's because they would have used people that we know who aren't that – who know from TV, like celebrities, not comedians, who aren't that exciting. Yeah, Peter Hellier. Well, he's really a comedian. Well, yeah, okay. Okay, I mean, I mean, let's for like <laughs> – I don't know. I, I hear he's really lovely, but maybe Grant Denyer. Yeah. Okay. All Not right. Not a comedian, but Fucking a host. What's his face? The vet 
who hosts uh, Chris Brown. That's actually a really good point. They probably use someone like Chris Brown, yeah. who's not a comedian, not funny, so therefore can't tell a fun story. Oh, but he'll be drunk. No, needs to be drunk. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. And he's probably too refined. And I, I don't think they would All the people yeah. who host uh, radio shows yeah. that aren't comedians. Yeah. Brendan Favola. Oh, fuck off. You know what I mean? Oh, I can't like, stand. <laughs> Cannot stand. It would be those kind of people, yeah. uh, you know, like um, uh, who was the woman who's supposedly super, super nice as well? Chrissy Swan. It would be yeah. people like that that were like. Everyone I know that knows her says that she's so lovely. Yeah, McClellan worked with her on The yeah. Circle for years and yeah. was like, Seals is like in love with her. She walked over to Celia's house. You know, she does all that walking and stuff. Yeah. I still think she's had a stomach snow food or whatever. Um, <laughs> we, we might get sued this week. There might not be a Christmas she special, guys. She walked over to Celia's house and delivered a bunch of baby clothes, brand new for her when she I had a baby. I say a bunch of babies. No. Like, do you know what I mean? Like that kind of niceness where she's like, I heard you had a baby and I wanted to see if you were okay and bring you clothes. Mm. and Like that's a real nice person. Yeah. You know? Like, but I, I don't know her. McClellan had nothing but nice things to say about her uh, on the circle. Dude, well, look at this. Yeah. Luke Wilson, Owen Wilson, Jason Schwartzman, Ken Marino. Like the the cast, Tony Hale, Audrey Plaza. Man, it, the cast of um, this show, like it's Will Weird Al, Jordan Peele, Lisa Bonet. Man, Terry Crews. It's cute. It's huge. Yeah, that's great. This makes but me want to watch this show. Uh, yeah. But the, but the premise is that like mm. it, it – I, I can't imagine – I know it's got a huge following and people like it, but I just can't imagine – Yeah. I, I, To me, it feels like a sketch. It feels like a really good sketch on SNL or something yeah. like that, and then that's it. Yeah, you know because I mean? after like, you've watched two episodes, the joke is that someone drunk is telling the story and people are acting it out. And it gets more and more annoying as the episode goes on. It gets tiring. On. The joke's like gone. Like, the episode starts, yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. this is fun. And it's then really by the point. end of the episode, you're like, all right, dude, shut yeah. the fuck up. You know what it reminded me of? I had the same – by the end of the episode, I had the same feeling that I would have when I was bartending, mm. when I'd be like, cool, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you cool. get the cab? Yep. Yeah. No, I heard you the fucking fourth time you told me this story. Mm. Oh, you don't have any pants on. Okay, time okay. to go. Okay. Like there's something very sort of undergraduate to me yeah. to that. So um, now I've I've talked myself into like agreeing with all these New York comedians. Like write a fucking TV show, <laughs> dude. I you actually made a really good point. You can only really do two episodes and then it's done because the the joke's gone. You could quite easily have it. It's a phone show. You could quite easily have it on the background while you're actually on your phone, and it would be fine. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I. Yeah. I Look, Grumps. as far as the origin, the originality of the idea mm. and being able to blag people, like blag your way into getting so many people blag to do it. Blag is such an old school word. I love it. Um, blag. I'll give it two and a half stars. What's another word for blag? Like uh, talk people talk into. You, talk your way, yeah. Talk yeah. me into it. He blagged his way through. <laughs> yeah. He blagged his way through the gates. I felt like most of my stories when I was drinking involved the you blagging? term blag. Dude, that's so So funny. I blagged my way into the Libertine's dressing room. Oh, I love it. So how many grumps do you give it? I'll give it two and a half. Just because the idea is original, you know, like, I mean, it's a 10-year-old show, but as far as the the idea at the time, the ingenuity Mm. of the guy getting it off the ground. Mm. Uh, Yeah, I think I'd give it two and a half. I can't imagine that I would ever watch another episode ever again. Did you give it three? I gave it two and a half. Two and a half. I think I gave it two and a half too. 
Because I feel like I give it because the cast is always good. And, yeah, that first episode I really laughed. And the second one I was like, mm. And then I have – looking at the, the people that are in it, I'm like, oh, man, I really want to watch that. That would be really funny. But then I'm like, oh, nah, I think I'm cool. I just feel like there's better stuff to watch. Yeah. Like I'd actually rather watch a proper documentary about Watergate than I'd watch rather the watch Drunk stand- History. I'd rather watch someone's stand-up special yeah. than, yeah. you know, like – Fair enough, darling. Two and a half stars for me. And then, what was the second thing we watched? We watched uh, Mafia Mama. Straight to video on Netflix. Which was my, I forced Callie to watch this. Yeah, but this is what we and should watch. be watching. We should be watching like straight to video stuff. <laughs> this yeah. film, this film, look, let's just say it right off the bat. This film sucks, but it shouldn't. It shouldn't. It could, it, right? the like, potential it, of this film is huge. The, like the swing of this film is we're going to make a um, – like they even fucking reference Eat, Pray, Love in the film, mm. right? Mm. Like, But they call it Eat, Pray, Fuck. Well, no, because well, that's kind of a joke. Anyway, mm. it's a joke between her and her best friend. She's like, you should do Eat, Pray, Love, but it should be Eat, Pray, Fuck. Go to Italy and fuck your way through yeah. Italy. And like there's – look, oh, man, I don't even know where to start with this film. It should – like what they're aiming for is like um, – a cross between like fried green tomatoes and The Godfather. It's like a but, scary movie version of how Stella got her groove back. Yeah, but it's like fucking all over the place. It's like a Frankenstein's monster of a film. Like it literally sounds – the way people like pitch things now where it's mm. like it's – and you like when you go to uh, writer's school like I have, <laughs> uh, you literally get told to pitch – this way where it's like mm. tell people that it's a cross between this and this which i always feel like is the most fucking reductive like i hated having those conversations when i was in bands the first thing people would say is like oh you're playing a band what do you sound like and then you'd have to be like uh i don't know we're like a cross between the monkeys and the strokes you mm-hmm. know and then people are like ah interesting and then walk off and you know never listen to your music um so I just feel like that, but I feel like that's how people that's how people come up with ideas for films now. It's like, mm-hmm. what if we did like a cross between Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants and Goodfellas? Mm. You know what I mean? Like that, I feel like that was the color palette for this film, and then they just okay. So long story short, the story of the film is Tony Collette is a mum, son's going off to college, catches her husband cheating on her, husband's a, a Dero, right? He's a loser. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she finds out that she's got an inheritance waiting for her in Italy. So she's like, oh, fuck it, I'll just go. At the same time, the same time her grandfather happening. has died in Italy. And she doesn't really know him because the mum moved him away, whatever. So she goes to Italy to kind of get, you know, okay, so to, to go her, to the funeral. Her best friend convinces her to go to Italy because mm-hmm. it's a free trip because yeah. her grandfather's going to pay yeah. for it. And go fuck some guy, have go fun. Go to the funeral, see her family over there, yeah. and then eat, pray, fuck her way through Italy. Yeah, great. Right? So, so fine. And it's a zany film, right? Um, and then while she's there, she finds out that he was actually the don of a big family. Yeah. So, cue mafia jokes. One of the biggest running jokes in the film is that she's never seen The Godfather and even like the other mafia people are like, you've never seen The Godfather. Yeah, all these proper Italian mafia guys like love The Godfather yeah. and hate the fact that she hasn't seen it. Yeah. So I don't think any one, of those jokes land. You're right. But there's other <laughs> jokes that land. Anyway, let me just quickly say two things yeah. for, in the middle of a burp. I don't know. I can't, I can't stop burping. Anyway. First thing is, 
uh, when she's oh, – three things I have to say. The first thing is when she's in Italy, all the Italian characters are actually Italian. So what I fucking love is that they didn't get Americans or other people to just put on a fake accent. They're actually Italians. Like mm-hmm. the main chick, Monica Bellucci or whatever her name is, that famous actor. Oh, stunning uh, Bellucci. Monica, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, Monica yeah. Bellucci? No, Belushi? not Bellucci. She's no, my- <laughs> it's not Bellucci. Yeah, she's the sister of Bella- the two brothers. I can't say it. Bella- Bellucci. Monica Bellucci. Yeah, anyway. Bellucci. Bellucci, yeah. yeah. So she's in it. Everyone else, like, there's no... Monica, Belu- Monica Belushi, she's the sister yeah. of... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frank Bellucci. John and yeah. whatever is fucking... Anyway, so ship, the gym. most of the people in the film, there's no names in this film because they're all Italian, which is really good. So A plus for that, right? No bad accents. B, this is definitely a film that Tony Collette was like, fuck it, I'm going to live in Italy because she produced the film. I'm going to live in Italy for three months and have a great time, which is exactly what he did, which is exactly what Adam Sandler does because all these films are set in Hawaii and he takes his family there. Third thing is the person who did the story is a chick called Amanda Seethers or whatever. She's French and she's a playwright and looking at her like works and stuff, Mm. she's like fucking strong as shit. Like one of her plays is like on the textbook list at Harvard, but like all of her plays are like, Boom, boom, like incredible fucking writer. So she wrote a movie in 2020 that Tony Collette was in at Sundance. So I reckon that they've formed a really good friendship and she's like, give me a good story that I can do something for and I'll do it and I'll do it. You know what I mean? I'll get it made into a mm. film. That's why she's produced it. So she's doing a friend a favour by doing this You'd film as well. I think she'd understand what a three-act structure is if she's her plays are on the um, syllabus at Harvard. Um, so, um, this film is fucking weird and all over the place Mm. and it does have like, there are moments in the film where that quality, Mm. like of that writer do come through. Very, very faint. And Tony, uh, Tony, uh, Tony Collette, Tony Collette is great. She's likable and like, she does carry you through the film. Like Kelly halfway through this film was like, I've seen enough and walked off. And I yeah, was like, I walked away. I'm going to watch it. the second half of this film because I want to see what happens because it's a bit of a car crash and I want to see what happens in the third act. This is a weird film where like, it feels like what would naturally happen in the first act is the first hour and ten minutes of the film mm. and then traditionally what would be the second half of the film where sort of everything falls apart and they have to rebuild you know, like, mm. the traditional structure is, like, there's a disturbance in somebody's life. Everything is, like, going good, 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 or bad, 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 bad. And then there's a, a, a high point of the film. Mm. And then the third act is resolving that last high point, mm. right? That doesn't happen in this film until there's, like, 14 minutes of the film to go. Mm. And it feels very rushed and, mm. like, the film was meant to be longer. Mm. And it's been completely like the second and third acts have been condensed down into like 25 mm. minutes. But by that stage, you're kind of just checked out. And it turns into this mm. weird like action film where like <laughs> Tony Collette is like fucking Bruce Willis or Arnold Schwarzenegger mm. in the last 20 minutes of the film, which is rad. Like, I want more action films. I want female protagonists in action films. Last kiss, good night. Make it again. But like, yeah, absolutely. Like that film fucking rules. Alien, that film fucking rules. Yes. Like, but it's weird because the first hour and ten minutes of this film is Tony Collette getting her groove back, 
you know what I mean? In Italy, with all these weird sort of like almost like sitcom situations where like she meets this beautiful Italian man that she's falling in love with, but because she's been made the don of her mafia family because she's the only relative, living relative of her grandpa left, mm. she's got like bodyguards with her everywhere. So there's all these like montages of like them eating ice cream in front of the Vatican and then it pans to the side and she, you see her two bodyguards there and stuff. Mm. It's all very like... I don't know. Like the humor is all very like, eh? Eh? Mm. and I find it very, I found it very grating and like unfunny. <laughs> but then there were a couple of like there was maybe four or five jokes where we both went, huh, yeah, uh, that's a that's a pretty good. Which joke. is if if it, there were a few jokes, yes, where it was a little yeah. bit like there's a few jokes where you're just like, oh, that's clever, that's funny, and that's silly. And I and at the moment I can't even remember some of them, but. If the film had more of that stuff in there, it would have been better. But the fact that Tony Clitt's character was just too bumbly, like she was just bumbling around. And also, as much as I love Tony Collette, like you've never seen Hereditary, uh, Tony Collette is very fucking good, man. Yeah, she's a great actor. She's great. But in this film, she's not because she has to play. It's a hard character to play because she's the straight man. She's the straight man and she's also uber sensitive hmm. um, and she's also like fun and kind of silly. Goofy. But then goofy. she has to like flick into this like godfather, godmother. Yeah. When she does the godmother kind of part of it, like when her husband comes in and then the bodyguards are like kind of dr- drilling him down and he's like, why are you helping me? And she just looks at him and it's like a such a great moment where it's like, oh, yeah, she's starting to take on the persona of I being an actual godfather. She was great. I would to have seen a more traditional storytelling arc where she starts off as this very American mum, nervous mum, and then by halfway through the film, because a couple of things have happened to her in Italy, mm. she, like, flicks into, like, being like a grandpa. Because she's nervous at the end of she, it. There's no yeah, growth. Yeah. No, at all. Yeah. Like, to the point where at the end of the film I was like, is she going to get back together with her fucking ex-husband who cheated on her? Like, she's still such a trembling mess yeah. of a character. She hasn't. There's no like, character she hasn't, growth. Grown and like the film ends with like a pastiche on like the Godfather, where like all of the mafia are around her and she's like sitting there talking to them and stuff. And then that stops because her son's about to leave and she's got trail mix for him. And like, which is a callback to the beginning, but then it ruins the character development because she hasn't developed because even though that she's still the Don. There's still the mother in her no, that's like, okay, darling. Bullshit. No, it's He's the twi- her son's like forty three no, years I old. I see what they were trying to do. They just didn't do it properly. Nah, it's bad. Anyway, her I can voice, see what they're trying her, to do, but it's the wrong thing to do. Her voice sucks. Her voice is like too high pitched. Like she's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, is this right? Am I allowed to make a get a kiss a man? As soon I mean, as, oh my god, and it's as soon as she fucked on the me. Italian dude, she mm. should have like, yeah, completely changed. Like yeah. should have like Been relaxed. Stronger. You know what I mean? And like, then when he's like, why don't you let me back to the house? I didn't know that was a thing, that they couldn't go back to his house. It's all, almost like there's a few scenes there that her they couldn't show, that yeah. they didn't. They cut out, but they didn't explain it later on. Her character and her lack of character development are emblematic, emblematic of everything that's wrong with the film. She keeps like changing from like the, the mousy mum to every now and then being like, like she kills a dude. 
The dude comes to kill her and she yeah. beats the shit out of him yeah. with one of That's her when shoes. She it's like, really changed that should have been strong. the moment where she changed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she fucked her boyfriend that afternoon and then she killed the guy that night. Mm. Or vice Self-defense, versa or whatever. Yeah. She killed the guy and then she goes to her boyfriend's place and fucks him. That should have been and that was in the middle of the film. That's the point where she changes and becomes the Don. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? But yeah. No. I don't think this film was good on that character development. Nah, and I feel like there may nah. have been that extra stuff that they cut out, which kind of probably was there originally and explained it, but then you cut stuff out to make the film 88 minutes and then it doesn't explain it. Anyway, it's, it's You rubbish. just walk away from this film going, this was a vanity project. <laughs> <laughs> this was a holiday for Tony Collette. And I'm sure if you spoke to her, she'd be like, no, absolutely, I believed in the project and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I've got something her. to say very controversial. What? This would have been a better film with someone else in that role. Someone yeah. else with more comedy chops? Yeah. Like who? Fucking any any woman who was a comedic actor or a comedian. I think I even said Jennifer Lawrence. Tina Fey. Fucking, mm. what do you mean? Mm. No, more acting chops. More comedian. Tina Fey has one note. Uh, okay. Look. Fucking Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Kate McKinnon. Yeah. I reckon Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet would have nah, smashed it. No. Nah. It, they were trying to be a comedy, comedy film. Mm. I, I think if this film was made in the 80s, I mean, if it was made in the 80s, it would have been starring a dude. But if it was made in the 80s, they would have cast a comedian. It would have been someone like Eddie Murphy, Chevy Chase, uh, fucking Richard Pryor. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, it would have been someone who was funny and it would have made the film sing. Mm. Tony Collette is a really good actor, but she's not a comedian. Well, it's just like, okay, to draw a parallel, right? Um, when I was watching Succession, um, Shiv's husband is played by an English guy, hmm. Thomas something McFadden, whatever his name is. And when you hear him talk normally, he's like one of the Dar- – he's like a Darcy as well. So he's like very, very refined Englishman when he talks. But in Succession, the way the character is, he's very like, oh, hey, he's got the American accent. I was shocked to find out he was English. Mm. He was so good at his accent. And um, he he's really high because he's nervous all the time. So he's like, oh, hey, Chef, um, do you think maybe we could go over here uh, earlier? And the way that he does his character – and he explains it on like Jimmy Kimmel or something where he's like, I go high when I'm in that voice because I'm always nervous and it's actually sounds better when you're like, oh, okay. Ha, ha, ha. Hmm. And I was like, oh, man, this guy's a master, a master. Tony Collette's done the same thing. She does this really high American voice because she's like nervous all the time. Yeah. But her American accent is very pronounced because she really needs to make sure that no one knows that she's Australian and that her American accent is very strong like that. Mm. And it's it was just too much. It was I just it was too much. She did it wrong. I, okay. I've said this, this is an example of someone doing that right and someone doing it wrong. I got someone who could do it. Mm. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah. Because. Yeah. Uh, she's done films where she can show that, like, she's yeah. sensitive and nervous and stuff when she was younger, like Ghost World, Lost in Translation. And then she's been one of the biggest action stars on earth as the Black Widow for the last 10 years. And also, so when she, that transition happens to, like, being a mafia, yeah. don't, like, it would be more convincing. And also, she could have done it because she's, like, 40 yeah. and the kid was going to college, which means he's 18, 20. Yeah. So she could have had a boy at she 20. She actually would have been closer to the age of the character. I yeah. mean, not to. Because they said in this movie that she's 40, but in real life she's like 40-something, 40 46 or something. Who, Tony Collette? Yeah, she's older than that. Yeah, I mean, it's only five years, so whatever. I know, like. but I'm just saying 
there's something because Scarlett Johansson looks so good to her age. I mean, men. No one are, would believe she's forty. Men who are eighty are playing fucking forty. I know, right? But this is the travesty of being a woman in Hollywood. Yeah. But like, I'm saying, someone as young as as Johansson could have played. You know, could have played them. Anyway. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, Clint Eastwood showing up to fucking. <laughs> Showing up to auditions. And then his girlfriend is like an 18-year-old. Fuck I'm off. How many grumps do you give I'm this 93, film? can play 30 to 70. <laughs> but, yeah, some, some shining moments. I'm glad that she got to pay the rent and live in England, Italy yeah, for yeah, a little bit. Like she wasn't terrible. Like, there was for her. Something, there's some things that, like, Tony Collette is really good in everything she is, but not in this character. This wasn't for Man, her. Man, if you want to watch a travelogue of Italy... Yeah. That has like a couple of funny jokes from the fuck market. Around. Like the, the support cast is funny. Uh, Monica Belushi is like one of the most attractive fucking women in the world. She's fucking gorgeous. Because um, I've got a thing for Italian ladies. I know you fucking do. Get off me. God, give me a break. <laughs> Come on, kiss me. No, no, no. Don't do your parallel park. I parallel park four times today. That's four kisses. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm giving that one and a half stars. <laughs> really? I'm going to give it two. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give it two, only because you made me – because I we start, I, start, I walked out you of the room. Didn't, you didn't have to watch the second I half. I walked out of the room because I couldn't be bothered watching it anymore. And then a few days later, he's like, you really need to watch the end of this film now. And I'm like, oh, do I? <laughs> I'm like, we should watch the second half of the film for the podcast. I'm like, it's To me, it's always infinitely fascinating to watch a film that has failed. Fine. So I watched it. Anyway. But, yeah, good. Uh, good job. Yeah, that's on Good Amazon job, if you want to watch it. So next episode is our Christmas episode. We're going to watch Christmas blah, stuff. Blah, 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 I've seen it a million times. It's problematic, isn't it? Isn't like every second well, scene fucking gross and weird? Well, I used to love <coughs> this film. Yeah, me too. And I am curious to watch it now because I am reminded that one of the the one of the um, storylines is an Amer uh, no an English backpacker who goes to America just because he wants to fuck hot American girls. Yes. And all of a sudden, he comes across all these models and fucks them all in one night. Mm. Yeah. Is that one of the storylines? I mean, to be fair, American women are pretty loose. That, that was my. That's true. They that was my experience. <laughs> and then there's the thing with the Tom. I'm joking. There's I'm the joking. one uh, Hugh Grant character who gets with the chubby. They call her chubby, and she's actually like stunningly yeah, thin. Yeah, she's like beautiful. 62 kilos. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but it's all about Emma Thompson and Alan Rickman. Yeah. Yeah. Even if the film is problematic, if we get to watch Alan Rickman. Maybe we could watch the uh, first Die Hard as well. You know what I am thinking? I would fucking, let's watch it tonight. Scrooged. Ah. With Bill Murray. Okay, let's watch that and Die Hard. No, no, I thought we were going to watch Love. I think it's more fun for the podcast to watch Love Actually and Scrooged. Because Die Hard, everyone fucking does Die Hard. It's not really a Christmas film. You know what I mean? Lethal Weapon is more of a Christmas movie. Maybe we'll watch a Golden Girls episode. That's a we have been. We've started watching the girls again. Yeah, the girls, I love the girls. And Simpsons All right. over dinner. All right. Well, anyway. we'll talk about this next week. All right. Listen. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Tell us what you want us to watch. We love you. And yeah. Give us listening. some ideas. Yeah. We're really struggling. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I love you. I love you.